What's good, everybody? It's your boy Bert from the Brothers of Thunder podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Juggernaut and how our spiritual growth should mimic how his powers are. Today, we're going to be uh, venturing into Christ through comics again, talking about our character today, Juggernaut, and how it deals with our spiritual growth. Um, today, we're going to be found in Philippians uh, 3, 12 through 14. Um, the reason why uh, I, we are comparing these two things together, like these two mediums between uh, the Bible talking about pressing forward and the juggernaut, because the juggernaut's uh, actual power is uh, he has unstoppable momentum. Basically, like he can't be stopped. Once he starts moving forward, he won't stop. And so we see in these verses, like Paul talks about pressing. And so we'll just talk about who the juggernaut was. Like his name is Cain Marco. And he's a fictional character, of course, from Marvel, not DC. And so uh, he's actually not a mutant. He actually has, like, you know, more of a magical power. So it was actually an uh, uh, encounter between him and Superman. He probably could do a lot of damage to Superman because, you know, Superman is um, weak towards magical uh, characters. And so it's just like he has... Um, he's also the stepbrother to Professor Charles Xavier, you know, the leader of the X-Men. Um, they actually grew up together and they were stepbrothers but like Cain, just like Cain in the Bible uh, it wasn't a coincidence his name's Cain, he actually was jealous of his brother because his actual father favored Charles more and so he was jealous so he would bully Charles like throughout their childhood even all the way to the point where they were growing up in the military he was uh, bullying them and so when we see Paul talking about press um, Paul is talking about press like towards the mark not like press like press a button or you know what i'm saying or press an issue like paul's talking more like pressing like how a sprinter would run towards the finish line like not uh dragging or you know what i'm saying everything that will slow them down from running at top speed to get to their goal is behind them or out of their way and so we have to aggressively go after our spiritual growth like that so so knowing that like just like how a runner presses like we have to know where our goal is and we have to have an energetic push with our or our stride so we can get to where our goal is and you know that's the main thing too because a lot of times in our spiritual growth one thing we just start off like you know not knowing where to go and not knowing what our end result and what we're supposed to be like like this christian faith it's not that you know a lot of times we get into it because you know we go there's an altar call and we feel like an emotional response that we have to like the music set the right way um you know what i'm saying the tone in the room and the atmosphere in the room was a certain way and you felt guilty and you had to make a you know a response to that call same things happen to a lot of times that's how a lot of babies are born to be honest with you but you know what i'm saying it's supposed to be an understanding okay the, the finished goal of our spiritual growth is not to be a better person. It's not just to have better morals or to have a better financial situation or because my mama always went to church, I want to go to church. The, the, the goal of our spiritual growth is to be more like Christ. That's it. Like, you know, a lot of times we have this idea that after we get the gospel, there's another level. There's no other level. There's only one type of Christian, the one that believes in Christ. That's it. Like, we, we, we follow his ways, we are spirit-led, and God is our father. That's the only thing. Like, we always think that there's another level, like, this is the last dragon. And you, it's, it basically is like the last dragon. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
every, when we get saved, Christ puts everything. He says it gives us all things. And so, just like you think of the same thing, like, yeah, you know, you're not fully mature when you first get saved, but you got to think of it the same way as when you plant a seed in the ground. You know what I'm saying? You put the seed in the ground, like everything that that seed has inside of it can be a fully grown tree, but it needs time and nurture and the right soil and the right water and, you know what I'm saying, sunlight, different things of that nature. We have to understand that it takes time to mature. Like, you just can't be mature right off the bat. Like, even if you're mature in a certain area, there's another area that you lack in. So we're always maturing and growing. But when we get saved, the Bible says that Christ gives us all things for our, God, uh, our growth and godliness. And so it's just like we have to uh, nurture our spiritual growth. But at the same time, we have to understand that putting ourselves in a situation where we're not spiritually going to grow is going to hinder our growth. And so we got to make sure that our goal is always to be more like Christ. And keeping with the analogy of a runner, like we're doing everything we can to get past at a steady pace, get away from the, the starting line to get to the finish line. Like you can't be at the starting line and the finish line at the same time. Just like, you know what I'm saying? At one point, if you're you know able to listen to a podcast by yourself right now, I hope you're potty trained. And you know what I'm saying? It was a goal that, you know, our parents wanted us to achieve, and we didn't really know what was going on. We was used to the diaper thing. And so our parents put a goal in front of us to use the pot. Like, my parents would sit me on the pot, put me in front of the TV, and then, you know, when I did something, everybody clapped. So it was just like, you know, after I learned how to use the pot on my own, I didn't want to be back in diapers, and I didn't want to poop on myself. Like, you know, especially when you started going to kindergarten, nobody's pooping on this. I'm a big boy walking around with my Oshkosh, but gosh, looking like I'm uh, an overgrown, light-skinned, my buddy dog. But, yeah, you don't want to go back after you grow. Like, nobody wants to graduate and go back to high school, like, after you finish and get the diploma. Like, it's nice to go back to visit, but you don't want to go through high school again. It's just, you know, so once we grow, we don't want to go backwards. We pressing hard, just like a runner does. Like, you start off, they, you know, so you hit the starting gun and you start running. You don't want to go back, like, especially if the race is still going. Like, they restarted. That's one thing. But we're talking about if the race is on, you don't want to. Just like, you know what, I'm going to go back. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to keep going. So it's just like, that's how our spiritual growth is supposed to be. We're supposed to be fueled with the desire and an energetic push to get closer and closer to our goal, which again, is being more like Christ. Now we're thinking about this energetic run. We go back to our example of being like the juggernaut is with the unstoppable momentum. Like when we make this press, like we can't let anything stop him. Like there's nothing that can stop a juggernaut if he wants to go forward. Um, I even saw like they were doing um, like kind of a science thing on YouTube. Um, like they asked the question like which one, like if Juggernaut was running full speed forward and, and wasn't planning on stopping, and Thor threw his hammer at him, like what would happen? Like who would move? Um, you know what I'm saying? What would you know go forward? And it was just an interesting science experiment to see. So. We have to have that understanding, like, you know, this is, you know, I don't, I can't stop. Like, you got to keep going. Like, you know, you know, we oftentimes be like, oh, yeah, like, I tried to be a good Christian. And I t- first of all, if you're trying to be a good Christian, you're already hustling backwards. Like, you don't try to be a good Christian. You just be a believer in Christ. Because, again, like, when you're trying to be a good Christian, that's your goal. And so what is the level to be considered a good Christian because you stopped doing certain sins like you know 
that's like how we saw in the devotional that Rick had Friday. Like having certain statues and certain things doesn't make us a, 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 a good Christian. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I stop smoking, like that doesn't make me any different than a person that doesn't believe that stops smoking. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I stop drinking or stop, you know, fornicating or stop lying, like, you know, stopping doing those, stopping sinning does not make you better. Like, if I made my, I had a negative bank account and I paid the balance off to zero, that doesn't mean I have money to spend now. So, you know, even if you did or were able to, which you can, you know, like, you know, were able to break even with your sins, that doesn't make you righteous. That means you just at zero. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? We have to find a way to break into the positive. And so the only way you can break into the positive is to be more like Christ. And you can't be more like Christ without the Holy Spirit, but you have to press forward. Like, you know what I'm saying? This, you know, being a Christian is not something that you can just like check off. It's not like a, a, a blockbuster membership. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, back in the day, like if you do that, like we used to have to rent our movies. We couldn't just, you know, download them and look at them when we wanted to back in the day. And so it's just like, you know, it's not one of those things. I got to have a blockbuster card and not rent any movies. As long as I pay my fee, I'm fine. No, this is one of those things. It's an active membership. Like, you're a part of Christ's family. Like, you're, you're a part of your growth. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like just being a human being where you naturally just grow. Like, you know what I'm saying? As long as you're fed and treated properly, you'll grow. Like, you can't make yourself grow if your body and your DNA uh, wills it to. Like, I grew very large. And then I stopped in the 8th grade for some reason. I've been this tall since the 8th grade, but all my friends grew up and grew past me. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying, your body will grow on its own. But as far as my personality and my maturity, that's something you have to actively grow. Like, you can't just become mature because you want to be mature. You have to actively grow in maturity. And you have to actively grow in your spiritual maturity. Um, you know what I'm saying? What was the song that said? The girls look good, but their mind's not ready. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're grown into women, but their mentality is still a little girl. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You have to understand that we have to grow. And you have to be a part of the growth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything that you need to grow is already there, and Christ provided it for you. So today we're going to talk about four things to get this unstoppable unstoppable momentum for our growth, all right? So the first thing we're going to talk about is putting our past behind us. Now, this is a very important thing because if you ever ran before, whether you was running from a dog or you was running track or you just running outside to play, one thing is, is about the human body, unless you have some kind of abnormal thing going, which I know I don't, but uh, it's very hard to run at full speed while you're looking back. It's very hard to run at full speed looking backwards. It's almost impossible. Like, if you was running full speed and you just turned your head sideways, I, I haven't tried to, Look, I'm talking on the mic and I turned my head while I was talking to you, giving an example. But if you turn your head back while you're running, either you're going to run into something, you're going to fall, or you're going to look real retarded going a lot slower. Because for some reason, like, if you're not looking forward, I don't know what your eyes have to do with your speed of your leg, but you know what I'm saying? Something about seeing um, in front of you and not looking behind you makes you a run a lot faster like you know once you get your foot on the starting line if you see a runner like you see uh, Usain Bolt like he, they, once, they, once, they, uh, once they make sure their footing is straight they don't look at that starting line anymore all they waiting for is a sign to go their eyes are darted forward on the finish line even when you see like some runners when they keep looking backwards to see how uh, close the person behind them is or even if you play like a race car game like uh, 
Forza or Need for Speed or one of those games like that, like if you keep looking in the rearview mirror, it's kind of hard to see where you're going. So you you kind of like naturally let up on speed because you you know you basically your your body you know when you're as far as your eyes when you're looking at something you react to that danger. And so it's just like for example when you look back you see the person is, is catching you. For example, you start trying to run faster because you know they're behind you. Like it's like a, it's something that lights you up. So you say I have to get here faster. So. You know what I'm saying? We always have to keep our eyes full. And the same understanding is what we have to take into our spiritual growth and our sanctification. Um, when we grow, we don't become what we were. We become what we're supposed to, uh, what we want to become versus what we were. And so it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Whether that's the good or the bad things, because a lot of times we were doing bad things where we grow into better things. And sometimes, like, you know what I'm saying? We start off in good things and we grow into having bad habits. It's just a part of who we are as people, um, you know, you know, butterflies when they become, when they come from caterpillars, like you know, what I'm saying the whole time they had to spend time on the ground, now they fly. But I bet you, you know, they feel a lot more, uh, more of when they use their defense mechanism, like a caterpillar would do one thing, but now as a butterfly, you, your first reaction is to fly away, and so it's just like you know that could be good or bad depending on the situation, but. When we grow in sanctification, we're not supposed to become what we were. Like, you know, if I was somebody that was was sinning in a certain type of way, like, you know, if I'm legitimately working on that thing that was holding me back, like, I shouldn't be like that. Like, you know, when you come to see me three or four years later, if I'm d- devoted to 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 nurturing my growth with with you know what I'm saying with words of wisdom from other believers or you know what I'm saying hearing the words of the prophets in the Bible or you know what I'm saying fellowshipping with the saints and that's another thing too about fellowshipping is very important a lot of times we leave it out of our spiritual diet and we're very malnourished and that does cause a problem but I digress that has to um, that'll have to be another conversation another day but we got to make sure our sanctification is on point like you know what I'm saying like a lot of times like you know when people think about Christians that are outside of the faith they always think of somebody being perfect and it's not about being perfect it's not about like you know what I'm saying you know being better than the next person or you know or checking off a bunch of marks like um like my like the old saying is like um I don't smoke or chew or hang with those that do like you know what I'm saying it's just like it's not about checking off those marks it's about being what God called you to be and it's just like you know and you learn your identity by spending time with God and learning who you are like you know what I'm saying I you know if God put like you know transferred his DNA into me like that's how I, like when you get saved that's what happens you become his child and you start you know you know becoming more like Christ uh, when you get saved but you know what I'm saying if Christ is like you know what I'm saying a spirit and then I keep growing the way I am I'm not doing the things that he does and I come out an elephant something went wrong here like you know what I'm saying if you came home and if you were one color and your wife is the same color as you but then your baby comes out a whole different hue than you like something is going to be questioned about that like you know what I'm saying maybe something ha- who knows may uh you know, you, you know, if, if you're light, if you're really light and the baby come out real dark, maybe like Uncle Ruckus had revitiligo or something. Who knows what's going on? But, you know what I'm saying? But you expect, you know what I'm saying, a human to beget humans in the likeness of that human or a spirit is the same way. 
And so it was just like, if we're not growing in sanctification or, you know what I'm saying, in holiness or, or setting ourselves apart to grow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to put, like, you know, 17,000 seeds in one, like, plant pot. Like, it has to, it can't, everybody can't get all the nutrients from it. So we have to set ourselves apart. Like, we can't plant ourselves in worldly things and expect, or that we used to do in our past and expect new things to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't put new wine in old wine skin, like the Bible says. Like, we have to press forward to what God wants us to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see an athlete do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff he probably could get away with when he was 18 as a 38-year-old athlete. Like, those things may not work for him now. And so to go back to those things that were not helping him. You know, now if he, you know, if he was playing basketball, he forgot how to dribble. Or he was playing football, he forgot, you know what I'm saying, his basic, you know what I'm saying, uh, routine of running a, a route as a receiver. Yeah, you need to go back to those types of basics. But when we're talking about, like, you got the basics down, and now you're going back to, oh, yeah, I want my mommy to cuddle me, like, you know what I'm saying, because my problems, you know what I'm saying, to sleep in my mommy's bed tonight, but you're a 45-year-old man. Like, you know what I'm saying, we're talking about growing and going forward. And another thing, too, about, like, like God going back, like, a lot of our actions, like, you know, we talk about living a new life in Christ. We base them off of old situations, like, you know, You'll see people when they, they I don't like, you know what I'm saying, I don't trust men because of what happened to me beforehand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we base too many situations off of what happened in the past. Like, just because something happened doesn't mean it's going to happen all the time. If you, you know, it's like if you miss a shot, like, that would make any sense. Like, that's like if Steph Curry, he's like one of the best shooters in the NBA right now. And if he missed his first shot, he said, well, last time I shot, I missed, so I'm not going to shoot again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where's the faith at? Growth. Like, I don't know what that mindset would do for us. Like, we, we get so, we base so many future things off of past events. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I remember uh, Propaganda, uh, he had an um, album was talking about his dad saying that, like, you know what I'm saying? When he was in the military, like, you know, there was a bomb that went off. And he was so scared of the next bomb going off, he couldn't perform his actions that he was doing in the moment. Like, we can't let the past jump over like skip over the present and dictate the future because that's not always the case like you know tragedies do happen but they don't happen all the time just like good things don't happen all the time like just because you got away with something doesn't mean you're going to get away with it next time or you should be able to get away with last time like if you get pulled over by the police and you've been going 85 up you know i-64 for the last 10 years and nobody's never said anything that doesn't mean it was right to do it because you were doing it in the past and got away with it it doesn't have anything to do with you getting pulled over in the present and it doesn't dictate you won't get pulled over in the future because it's like just because I got away with it before is not a a valuable a valued excuse in the eyes of the law or the eyes of those that look at whether or not you know what I'm saying this is the right thing to do so it's just like, you know what I'm saying? We got to look past like what happened before and look to what God has for us in the future. And the future won't change unless we start doing things now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what your past is. Even if you did great things, like, you know, like Janet Jackson asked, what have you done for me lately? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like how uh, Andre 3000 said, like, you're only as funky as your last cut. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know what I'm saying? We're, Nobody cares, like, okay, you had a hit back in the 80s, but that ain't got nothing to do. Like, I don't want to buy your album now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to keep playing that same song on heavy rotation 
like it was when it first came out. Like, what have you done lately? That's how life goes. Or what movie have you made lately? Like, you know what I'm saying? People look at that. What movies are you making now? Oh, yeah, man, I had I got an A in the third grade. Like, yeah, but you're in the 12th grade now. Or you're in college now. Like, what are you doing now? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, we you want a future in Christ. It starts right now in your present. Like, the decisions you make. Your past is forgiven. And in your past, like, yes, you have to let that go. You can't just dwell on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, this is all I am. It's only going to be who you are if you're saying that now and staying in that now understanding of what you were in the past. So, again, we have to move forward. Like, you even see Paul here talking about all the things that the Pharisees were saying that they made them righteous. Like, I was uh, circumcised on the eighth day. Like, when you run into Christ, none of that matters anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times people don't understand that. Like, who you were doesn't matter. Whether it was this, that, and the third. Like, it was whether it was in society's eyes, it's big, small, or whatever. When Christ changed, came, all of that changed. And everybody had to start over. It was just like everybody got a bailout. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every, like you know what I'm saying? It's just like playing Monopoly and, like, everybody just get everything back that they had from the beginning. Like, we're just going to start the game over. Like, it's a new shovel, new deck, and playing, you know, we're playing spades. Like, we're just starting over. And so it's just like, now the things that only matter are the things of Christ. All right, the next point we're going to look at is uh, keeping your goal in front of you. And, um... And to know the prize that you um, that you're pressing for, and like you know what I'm saying, because a lot of times, like you know, we we keep looking back, but then the next thing we have to understand, all right, we're not looking back anymore. All right, what are we doing next? We're motivated by what we're running for or what we're pressing for, and like again, your crushing growth won't mean anything if you're not pressing for anything. Like if there's no goal in mind, like what is the point of doing it? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know. What are you, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm trying to get all A's. Why? Are you trying to go to college? Are you, are you trying to get, you know, a, a better career? No. How long will you keep pressing for that? Like, if you don't have a goal. Like, everybody that does great things, even if you wanted a pat on the back. Well, I'm doing this for Mama said so. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, there's a prize because I don't want Mama to hit me for not doing what she told me to do. Like, there is a reason or motivation to why we're doing certain things. And so there's a reason for our spiritual growth. Even when we look at Juggernaut, like, when he's running using that unstoppable momentum, right? Like, he's trying to run somebody over. He's motivated. I do not like this guy, and I want to hurt him really bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, or worse. And so it's just like, why are you running? Like, why are you pressing? Like, why are you pushing forward? Like, you have to understand that. And our Christian faith is no different than that. But, and our press, uh, the reason why we press is because we're trying to be more like Christ, and Christ is our prize. Like, being like that is the goal, and it is the, the you know what I'm saying, the, the, the Lombardi Trophy or the Stanley Cup that we're looking for. It's what we're running for. It's the gold medal. Like, you know what I'm saying? You start hearing that Olympic music, like, you know, which is a dope thing. When Olympics be on, man, like, you know, I just be watching all types of, uh, of sports that I wouldn't even care about any other time because the Olympics comes around so so rarely, like, you know what I'm saying, then that music just be dope, like, type thing, it's just like, you know what I'm saying, it makes me want to run down, you know, run around the street, like, in slow motion and whatnot, so, you know what I'm saying, we gotta, uh, understand that Christ is the prize that we're going for, so, like, we gotta make sure, like, with our motivation, like, we have to keep it, you know what I'm saying, we gotta take care of it, nurture it like a baby, 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you don't want to, it's really easy to throw it off. Like, you know, like when a baby sleep, like, you know what I'm saying? You can easily wake it up and it'll start crying and you won't get any peace. And it's just like, when you lose your motivation, it takes away your peace. Um, you know what I'm saying? Especially in doing what you're doing because it helps you, uh, dist- makes you get easily distracted and you won't run as hard as you would. Think about, uh, was it Rocky Three when he was running on the beach? And, like, he was distracted about, um, you know, Big dying, the guy beating him up, and, you know what I'm saying, like, Mike, Mr. T beating him up, and then when he actually had his motivation, he actually was able to run faster than Apollo Reed, which was, like, you know, bottom line, um, if one of my friends want to motivate me and we're training, if we were training like that, which I probably won't be, but I don't think the short shorts, me hugging you in the, in the water, it looks a little questionable, like, just a little bit, like, you know what I'm saying, you know, to each his own, but as for me in my house, that's not how I want to serve the Lord, but anyway, you know what I'm saying, that's just like, well, it was just weird, but anyway, you know what I'm saying, you saw the difference of the way he was running, he was distracted, couldn't run that fast, he kept stopping, but when he was, you know what I'm saying, motivated to run, like, I can do this, and he was ready to go fight Mr. T the second time, you saw the difference of how he was running, and it was just like, those camera shots were still kind of weird, but anyway, it was just like, uh, you know what I'm saying? We have to run like that. Like, we can't be distracted about what people are saying about us or, or comparing us if am I good enough or is this, you know what I'm saying, does God really love me or do people, you know what I'm saying, people are going to not talk to me if they find out I'm the Christian person in the room. Like, they're going to do different things like that. And it's just like, what is your motivation? And is God still your motivation to anything else? It doesn't matter. Family doesn't matter in comparison to Christ. Money doesn't. All these things when they're compared to Christ don't matter. What people think about you doesn't matter if it's what God thinks about you is what the main thing you need to focus on and keep our understanding um, focused on and, and locked in on. And it's just like, there's going to be things that come up. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, kids, your children, and, you know what I'm saying? Your, your parents, and, you know what I'm saying? Your neighbors. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be a lot of things that stop you. They're going to seem innocent. But an enemy is only defined as somebody trying to... to it's something that is stopping you from getting to your goal. And it's just like, they, you know, you don't have to be evil to be an enemy of somebody. If you see that my goal is this, if you know I'm trying to stop drinking and stuff, and you keep inviting me to the club, even though you're still my best friend, you're an enemy to what my goal is. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying, I can't do that. And it's just like, you know, even like my Xbox, if I know I'm supposed to be reading and studying and spending time with my family, and I keep deciding to play my Xbox. My Xbox is not inherently evil, but it's an enemy to the goal of the responsibility that God has me stewarding over top of. And so it's just like, it can be anything. Shoes, whatever it is, man. It could be food. It could be anything. Anything that's stopping you getting closer to God and is taking the place of God is an enemy to your goal. And we need to get that out of the way to stop distracting us. Matter of fact, it was funny because um, my boy John at our New Life Church, uh, he's a young adult leader. And he was been talking about distractions for the last month, and it just made us like really focus on getting those things up out of our life. So it's just like kind of on time. We're still talking about this here too. So. And like you know, the next point we make is like we have to know what will happen if we stop. Now, if we were um, better than what we were before, um, then when we're like running, like you know what I'm saying? There, we not only do we know what the prize is that we'll get, we'll understand also what will happen if don't continue to keep running and pressing forward now you see this a lot of times in the bible like you know what i'm saying you'll see the children of israel like because like now they they ran away from egypt 
um, in, in the Exodus, and they left, not literally ran, but they left from Egypt in the Exodus, and when they got out there, and they had, it's not they had to depend on nothing but God and His will while they were out there, they wanted to go back to what sustained them in the first place, and so the question you have to ask yourself, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times when we get that mentality like that, like, why am I a Christian if it's going to be hard like this, and why am I still doing this, and it's just, it's just not really worth it and stuff like that. The thing you have to think about is like, hey, yo, why did you start running in the first place? Like, why did they leave Israel, I mean, Egypt in the first place if it was better than what they were in right then? Because it's like you knew at one point when you started running, you knew that here wasn't the move. There is where I want to be. And so you need to keep going there even because the thing that's in the middle um, makes it hard. Like, people always think like, oh, man. Like, you know, after you get to the middle of a race, that's the hardest time. It's like starting, you have to get a good start. But in the middle, that's where you find out what you really are made of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Once you've been a Christian for a while, like you start, you know, so you know pretty much what's going on in the Bible. You know pretty much, like, everything that's going on in your church. Like, as far as, like, fellowship, like, you know, it's not the local assembly, but the body of Christ. You know pretty much what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you, you know, you've ran out of that, quote unquote, the new feeling. Like that new car smells gone, like just like with a car, like the, the car payments are coming in now, like that 30 day trial period with the car is up, your 30 day tags off, like you know what I'm saying, the car is yours, now you're making payments, you got to make insurance, you got to put gas in there, you got to change the oil, like these are the times it gets hard and your car looks a little different than it did when you first got it, like you probably first get your car, everybody says the same, you ain't eating in this car, you know what I'm saying, I don't care if it's fries, anything, you ain't eating in my car, don't bring no car, you know, nothing to drink in my car. And then six, seven months, like, life starts happening, and it's like, you start compromising, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with our spiritual, like, we'll grow, like, oh, man, it's so new, I'm learning how to do this, I'm learning how to do this, but when the new starts going away, and it's the maintenance of, to maintain the sanctification comes up, it makes it hard, and we forget why we start running, and it's just like, you know what I'm saying, it makes you think about uh, Black Panther when his mom was yelling, like, show them who you are, like, she had a she reminded him in that fight when he started to waver a little bit, like to to double down, like, hey, I, you're stronger than what you're showing right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? You come from better stock to this. Like, your family and your DNA is better than what you're showing right now. And so it's just like, we have to do that a lot of times with our, with our run. Like, we start getting tired and, you know what I'm saying, and weary, and this has been a long, and why this, that, and the third, because I'm still doing that myself. Because I remember sharing about, you know, waiting for a kidney. Like, it seems harder now. And I'm closer to the end than when I first found out because that when I first found out I said I'm going to beat this and I'm going to fight but it's just the battle of attrition like a lot of times when we face our flesh or face against the devil we don't realize that okay yeah you not you block the dark like you know what I'm saying I don't know if y'all remember on Last Dragon when Show Enough was blocking Leroy's punches like yeah we blocked the first four but it's just like now it's like you know what I'm saying it's just it's been more time than went past like okay you're tired or you see like how Moses was when his arms were getting tired in the war. Like he had his arms up. He was holding his arms up like he was at a in a hip hop concert. And somebody was commanding him to from a microphone. Like put your hands in the air and, and, and waving like you just don't care. And so it's just like you know what I'm saying. But after a while, his arms got tired, and so people kept helping. And you know what I'm saying. We got to remember why we started running in the first place. Because like again, like it's really easy to forget what our goal is. This is a key point when we talk about the juggernaut again. Because again, like when the juggernaut runs, the more he runs, the more momentum he gets and the more strength he has in his steps. 
And it's just like, you know, you can shoot at him, you can do everything. He's vulnerable to all attacks, except for one thing. Like, he's uh, weak against mental attacks. That speaks right there in itself. Like, that bridges right there. Like, the mental attacks that we would get from just having to deal with something for a long period of time. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, time will wear you down. And it's just like, you need a refreshing and a revival. And you need to be around all those that keep motivating you, keep going. Like, those mental attacks, like, listening to what everybody has to say. Like, you don't have to listen to what everybody has to say. And every comment everybody says, you don't have to take it in consideration, whether positive or negative. You don't want nobody to gas you up to the point where you think you're above having to keep going through the process. You know what I'm saying? So even positive or negative things, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, because, like, living in America, we got a lot of diabetics around here. So sugar ain't always good for you either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sour ain't good for you, but sugar isn't either. And so it's just like you got to find a balance again. Like, knowing why you started running in the first place is a vital part of your spiritual growth because that's how you continue to keep growing. And we see people like this all the time. They, they started off running hard for God. And, you know what I'm saying? They had, like, ministries, and they were setting things ablaze. And it's like now, like, you know, they stopped, like, whatever happened in life. And it's understandable. But, like, you see that they don't, they falling away from the faith. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they do not make Christ their main thing. And it's like, they, it's like this... Um, abomination of, 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 of you know what I'm saying of mentalities like you know what I'm saying you hate everything that is Christian because now it didn't give you what you wanted to but it's just like we don't do that with anything else in life like if you get fired from a job because you want to pay your bills you'll find another job like so, so it's just like we have to really think about those things like um, you know what I'm saying we don't want our own destruction to be like that so you know what I'm saying and the last point we're going to make about this is like hold true to what it, um, we attain like um, first 16 like you know what I'm saying let's keep our you know what I'm saying you know, when we do understand like when we run these races and we see our maturity and we do understand that we've grown so much like don't like you know we just gotta you know hold tight to that and like thank God for the fact that he was able you know he was willing to to reveal those things like it says in verse 33 like he was a good coach to us he coached us to be more like him uh, he coached us to be the best us in him that we can be you know what I'm saying it's just like I'm not trying to tell you how, like this is some kind of self-help book to get you some kind of positive response but it's just like we're supposed to grow in him and he's the only one that can help us do that and it's just like we have to hold tight to those things that he's given us and it's just like you know what I'm saying yeah, you know, we're imitating God and we're trying to be like him because that is the ultimate understanding of, of what we want to grow in. And so when we think about the juggernaut not stopping, like, you know what I'm saying? I just think that is just like an uh, awesome thing to think about, like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? If I keep running that, you know what I'm saying? Nothing will be able to stop me. My momentum is already there. Like I have momentum. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? And there's one thing about momentum is it's really hard to get it back. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, while we have this momentum in Christ, like, he gave it to us. It's not something that I obtained on my own, but it's just like, I have to nurture and grow the things that he's given me. Um, so, uh, you know, that, we're going to just hang that up right there and just think about, like, our spiritual growth and keeping it going. Like, you know what I'm saying? I understand we have to work together. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see your brother or sister going down, pray for him and be there for him and, and lay hands on him. And, you know what I'm saying? Not the Nehemiah hands, but the, the, the John 
uh, hands. Like, we want to, you know, lift them up. Not like, you know, they don't come around here. You come in this wall selling something again and put hands on you. We're not doing that. But it's just like, you know what I'm saying? We have to keep each other encouraged. Like, keep me encouraged. Like, send us uh, messages on um, the podcast site on Anchor if you can. Also, if you want to, like, support financially and stuff like that, we do have ways you can do that as well if you want to like you know just be a blessing to this ministry i'm also man just uh you know if you can like buy brick's book man that is an awesome book um you know what i'm saying it's it's really life-changing because those devotionals are really awesome and it's just like you know the stuff inside of this book is really good also um if you can like if y'all have ideas or questions or anything please just send us messages you can reach us on instagram um, brothers of thunder podcast um you can also email us at sons of thunder podcast 22 at gmail.com also you can find us on facebook um you can find either either one of us on facebook or twitter and everything like that just get in contact with us man like you know we really appreciate y'all listening like it's it's really life-changing having you know so many people support like you know i'm saying listen to me run my mouth and listen to rick teach great stuff and so it's just like man um it gave me a way to you know spend time you know talking about God with my best friend and that's like you know what I'm saying that's one of the highest honors I can think of as a you know what I'm saying as a person myself and I get to talk about comic books like you know what I'm saying which is a big thing too also saw Captain Marvel man you know what I'm saying let me know if you want to talk about that we can talk about that too but um yeah that's gonna be it for me today man hope you enjoy the rest of your day be blessed I'm praying for you if you need prayer hey man hit a brother up man like cause I need it cause you you know we probably end up praying for each other but Um, God bless y'all. Love y'all. Peace.